This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here virtually with you, Jordana. What's been going on? How you been? How you doing? Are you staying healthy? Are you okay? Is the typing still loud? Can you hear it? It's happening right as we speak. If you can't hear it, that's a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) You're like the neighbor in (laughs) Friends. You're you're, <laughs> you're and just listening for the typing all day long. That's me. Well, we just got into a, a little mini tiff about who had to go into the bedroom to take their call, even though I told him that I was recording a podcast at three. Um, yeah. Podcast, like, I feel like, takes press. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that because I had to, you know, Jess is in the hallway on a phone call. So I'm taking your side because it helps me out as well. Right? I don't know. I thought, um, so. You know, I feel like a recorded production, you know, you can, a a phone call can be taken anywhere. That's the real difference. Right. Well, and then, well, he's like, well, like, are you posting the video? And I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) We don't know what's going to happen. I already called dibs. Anyway. Yeah. um, (laughs) That's one of the, the, uh, I think exemplary quarantine tiffs that one can expect. Listen, it's um, it's all out there. It's all happening. All the arguments are had right in front of each other. You can't get away from each other. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think this is like one of those things that like, I think the best thing that I've done is I always just go, what? Tell me now. Tell me what's annoying. Get it out. Let's have it. Give it to me. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's duke it out now because we got to do it. Because there was a one point where I tried tiptoeing around it, and I was like, "No, no, 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 this ain't gonna work for me. We get, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrestle this out right now." The only way to survive. The only way to survive is constant communication, constant "Are you okay?"s constant "Hey, what's on your mind? Tell me. Give me a hug now." You know. Yeah, you're the forest hugger too. We'll talk about that. We we have some special guests on at the end of this episode. Yeah, we're 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 very excited to be joined by Taylor Tomlinson and Sam Morell. They're great. They're recent couple that quarantined together. So we thought that would be a fun conversation to kind of hear how they're doing it, because uh, a lot of that's been a question that people are getting a lot of. It was yeah, they were they were great. We recorded that right before this. Um, have you seen this thing? You know, what do you those Instagram challenges? Have you seen this thing where it's like the first photo challenge? It annoys me. It annoys, it annoys me. me too. The the first photo challenge is annoying because it, it it annoys me because how many? I feel like how many women write into this show, and I and I have to take the guys' perspective on this because that's what we do on this show. But I've been in that position where I've been dating someone for a few months and I'll be like, hey, I think, you know, I don't want to get too serious. And the girl will go, well, who said I want to be serious? 
And it's like, well, I'm not saying that, but it feels like we're going in that direction, and that's not what I'm looking for. Well, you know, do, do, I don't want to be serious. Why? Who says I want to be serious? I'm not looking to get married. That's what girls go straight to marriage, as if that's the next step in the relationship. And well, that's all where we the see wh- it ending. Yeah. Well, all the while, you guys have a photo of the first time we met, just ready to go for a challenge that you don't even know is about to happen. Well, here's here's the thing that bothers me about the first photo challenge is I feel like it contributes to this like glorification of of a thing that actually requires a lot of work and isn't as pretty as like here's because like it's so funny. I see all these girls posting these pictures of these first photos and I'm like, yeah, I remember you when you were in that stage of that relationship and you were a fucking mess. Yeah, like, it, it, you were unsure if he was into you and like he was giving and he told you like he wasn't really ready. And like now you're painting to the world this like sure. this image of like well, how things are how things go that isn't real. The, well, we talk a lot about like, you know, social media and how you can like sound good. There's no dis- the person that disagrees with it is the miserable shit in the punch bowl type of person <laughs> where where because. What you're actually painting, and you're—I agree with you completely—is you're you're painting a picture that the relationship was so good from beginning until now that you guys were like, "Let's take the first picture together," as if right. you and the guy knew that it was just up, up, and up. You guys are just the stock market going straight up. When the stock market, the reality is, it goes like this: it goes up and down and up and down, and you hope it goes up, and sometimes it crashes. So it's like right. that that picture, without saying it. It's that you guys had an A, B, C, D relationship. A linear, right. A a linear linear increasing rise to the top. And I had a girl, a girl I used to date. She posted the first picture challenge. And then it it, it was a girl I used to date. She posted the first picture of her and her now husband. And it was the first picture. Then she was like, and here's the second date we went on because the first date we got blackout. And then the third picture in the Instagram stories. And she goes, and now we have this. And it was just their baby. And it was like, that's not how it went. It didn't go first date, second date, baby. It went first date. Um, I don't know if he wants to go out. He hasn't texted me since we fucked. Right. Uh, second date, because I had to ask. Third date, um, he wasn't really even a date. We just kind of met up late night. Fourth date, we didn't really have it because we got in a fight. And now we have a baby. Like, it's like... It, yeah, it's, it's, a, not, it's, it's an inaccurate glory. It's like a rom... It's pretending that your life is a rom-com. Which absolutely. I also, I feel like alienates one the single people who are looking at it because it makes it think that them think that you're way happier than you are one yes and um and makes them feel bad about their singleness and two i just think it like it's just bullshit you're 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 pro- well, project it's a very clear example to me of projecting like a bullshit picture of happiness totally agree um the one thing i'll let them off the hook with is nobody posts a picture or like you don't really post a picture thinking of the people that aren't in relationships. You're you're not right. real. I don't think people post a picture like when I post um like a tweet that's like you know about my girlfriend and I. I when I post a tweet about us, I like I'll have one person be like, "We get it. You have a girlfriend," and it's like. I'm not fucking bragging. I'm not like, like right. I'm just, I'm de- like, this isn't. Well, you are actually not bragging because yeah. 
you, but well, for, that, if you were a woman, you, I think it would be more likely that you kind of would be, it's kind of like you're, you're flaunting your thing like a little bit, if, but not, to, not to say that you are bragging, but I think it's kind of like that, like Ariel Charna's rant you went on the other day, which I thought was very accurate <laughs> and very on point you. where it's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, and it's true for the bigger you get, it's like the bigger you get, the more you kind of have to think about like, how does what I'm doing what does it look like to like other people? What message does it send to people? Yes. What does it say to people? I, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, I do think that like when I post a tweet about Jess and I, it's usually a joke about me being a doofy idiot boyfriend or mm-hmm. me being in a position where like I'm like becoming aware to how relationships kind of work. And I think when you post that picture without any semblance of you never think to post like I, I would understand that like a non-comedian, a non-personality would be like, oh, first our first picture. Here's our first picture. Here's what we look like. There's no thought in them to be like, oh, and here's a picture of uh, the shit he left in the toilet like that. He forgot right. to flush. Like, I, 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 I do understand that. But I I don't know. What would you be your solution? Like if someone posts their first picture, what would you solve it? Like, wh- how do you make yourself not look like that? just not participate um i I mean like you could participate if you want especially the average person probably doesn't have quite as much weight on the influence like isn't influencing people quite as much as like a celebrity or a larger influencer so like i don't think the stakes are so high like if you really if you want to participate you can participate but i think you could participate knowing that like Knowing that it's a little bit of bullshit, which again, like yeah. a lot of the things we do on social media are, it's not like I haven't posted a picture where like, which was, might've been a slightly misleading of my happiness level. Um, sure. I'm not like totally well, immune from, um, from doing that kind of thing. I think it's just kind of like the awareness, especially it's more about, and you can't really control what, what you do or what other people do. It's more about like when you're looking at those things, I think it's important to remind yourself, whether that's about yeah. someone who's showing off their relationship or how, or their success, or um, anything else that that they're they're proud of. Just the sense of like it's not it's not quite as easy and simple and like happy as it seems. Like there's a lot of stuff that they're not sharing about those things. That well, it's also going to be situation. It's it's also going to be cathartic to hear us talk about it. Like I I do think that someone listens to this podcast and has the same you know feeling that we're putting into words, which is like. I see that picture, I feel bad. And it's up to you and I to be like, yeah, you feel bad because this picture basically makes it seem like these two had this like roller coaster ride to wedding bliss that didn't exist. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a 
licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you gotta do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Belkanet bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We do get a lot of questions about social media stuff in this time. I think we should probably talk about that. We do. We had uh, an email. Um, I'll read it. It's about that. Uh, J&J, thanks for the great content to keep us entertained on lockdown. COVID question here. Since in-person dates are on hold, what are your thoughts on when to connect with dates over social media? I matched with this guy on Hinge and we've had some good back and forth over text and one phone call, but he just sent me an Instagram follow request. My account is private. I think that is way too soon because I've never met the guy, but would you two recommend in light of the delays and actually meeting, what what would you two recommend in light of of the delays of meeting people in real life? It's, it's, I think this is like such a thin line question because Mm -hmm. I, you know, what I'll say will sound like it contradicts. I don't think you should be above interactions with people right now, like in the ideas that they propose, but you should also do what feels right for you. So right. like, I, I, I do think that there's a difference. Like if, like if a guy tries to follow you on Instagram, you know, after you guys have had a good conversation on hinge, then you know, it's I to me. I'm like, yeah, that's okay to not accept that request. Mm-hmm. But I would say, if a guy after your hinge conversation says, "Hey, Tuesday, let's do a FaceTime," I I think you don't like him that that much if you don't want to do that FaceTime. Does it, do you understand the difference okay, yeah. with those two? Like, I think there's a difference between, you know between following you on social media as if you guys known each other seven years and getting to know someone. Explain it to me one more time. So like, I I think there's a difference between following someone on social media as if you guys have this whole relationship and are just being friends and just getting to know each other. You getting to know each other is, isn't done through following and through friending. Getting to know each other is through 
making efforts and picking up the phone and doing a FaceTime and doing a Zoom meeting. Like though one is kind of is is more of an effort than the other. Like one is you just looking to check them out and the other is you actually taking the time to get to know somebody. I, I think it's a thin line. Okay. So like you're it, saying it's it, it almost like case by case? Well, I would say like if you're okay with someone, I think when someone follows you on Instagram, they're not doing it to get to know you. I don't think they're doing that to investigate you. Like they're not letting, you know, like they're right. looking, you know, well, they're, they're doing it to, to find out if you're like a little bit of a freak maybe or if, you know, to see if you actually just, if you actually look like what what you say, you what you're showing what you look like more evidence for for, you know, defining who you are. Totally, but you could also get finding out what they look like over a FaceTime. Like instead of these like not a bikini shot not a bikini well that's a thing that's him invent like if i was to follow someone on instagram that is my at, now it's at my convenience i get to make whatever assumptions i want about you i can look at you and your family on the holidays look at you in a bikini look at you all with your friends okay they're that hot they're that you know and i can make all my own assumptions without ever having to speak to you again or ever having to like make an effort on your time that we all agree on when you do a FaceTime, it's like I, I just think like it's okay to be like kind of turned off by the Instagram follow, even right. though we're going through a different time where fit, you know, I and I do think that the guy could look at you and go, oh, I'm just trying to get to know you. Like people are going to be following you more right now because there is the excuse of, well, we can't get together. So I figured I would connect more with you on social media. That to me is bullshit. Right. I I would agree with that because it's a superficial way, like you said, of like of getting to know someone. If they really want to get to know you, they'll have a conversation with you. They'll devote an hour to speaking with you on FaceTime. Totally. And 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 when they choose one over the other, they're choosing a very different relationship over the other. You know, like I I could I could sit here, I could go follow someone today on Instagram. If I was if I was a single guy, I could go follow someone on Instagram. Hang around, hang around. It would be the same as me being at the same party with you. Mm-hmm. Where I, I was at the same party, we never spoke, but we looked at each other across the room. Then in six months, I could say, hey, remember we met at that party? I, I, I think we were at the same party. That's why I started following you. Uh, we should hang out late tonight. Now it's like, oh, well, I know him and I trust him. You've built trust that really wasn't deserving to you. Right. What if? What if they did like... Um, what if you start speaking to someone on the apps during this thing? You have a FaceTime date. FaceTime date goes well. After the FaceTime date, then they follow you. Um, I would be okay with it. I, again, that's kind of when it comes down to like what you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable with that, like I think it's okay to be uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. That's like like I I think it's okay to be like, hey, for my own sanity, I'm not gonna mix these worlds because I think mix right. like I think like. You know, we've talked a little bit about this. I'm in not going to subscribe to constant updates about your life. Exactly. That's like, fair. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. Let's see how much effort you make otherwise to get to know me other than the, you know, like the book report you're writing about my life via these Instagram updates. Right. Yeah. You know, when I, you, you know, when you like meet someone, you, you see someone and you haven't seen them in forever, but you know everything about their lives. Yeah. You know, like, and then you see them, like, I always, like, whenever I see someone like that, I go, hey, the vacation looks awesome. 
Like I mm. always get in front of it because I don't want to like reveal that I ha- have this knowledge that I didn't even like want to have. You could have knowledge about people via Instagram and Instagram stories and via Twitter and via like all social media without even trying to. Right. It's also just funny. People like like you said, like people follow each other so casually now, but they without thinking what when you're when they think it's so easy, like, oh, I'm just you're just following someone. It's no effort, it's no nothing. But it's actually like if someone if you replace the word with follow with get consistent and daily updates about what you're doing yeah. all day, like that makes it a lot a, a lot bigger of a deal. And that's actually what it is. Yeah, and and, and I you think know? it's like you know, it, it's actually self protection. Like when we say like like when like it, to me it's like when Stops women emotionally say, masturbating well that's that's true but when women say like well i feel like i get too connected to a guy if we have sex like that's a totally normal thing to say because it's sex and we were like okay you were naked and all that you could say the same thing about instagram i think i get too emotional like you could own the fact that i get too emotionally connected with people I follow on Instagram and I'd like to keep you away from that because I don't want you mixing in with my best friends and with my the guys I used to date and with the guys that you know the my mm-hmm. the guy I know from high school yeah. and my parents. I think it's totally okay to say that. I'm not let, ready to let you into that part of my life yet because you wouldn't if you wouldn't actually introduce them to those people, why are you digitally introducing them to those people? And digitally mixing them in with them yeah. in the same group. They're not a punk. You wouldn't have them at the same party. Exactly. If you wouldn't do it in yeah. real life, I don't think you have to do it virtually. Um, I think that was a very good answer if I do, if we do say so <laughs> ourselves. We, we did it. Let's do some awkward yeah. sex. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Send in your awkward sex, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Hey, hey, my favorite life coaches. This is a very specific scenario, but I feel the global crisis has made it a bit more relatable. During the record-setting California wildfires in the summer of 2018, an old high school classmate post-college fling of mine planned to be in town for a night before heading to a family event. I just moved back to my hometown for a job, so I was staying with my parents while I found an apartment. Luckily, my parents planned to be out of town when uh, he was supposed to visit, so I basically planned on a sex marathon. Well, after many hours of drinking and flirting, we finished round one and then heard a knock at the door. He answered half naked to find my grandparents. They'd been worried about the evacuations due to the fire, and I decided to drive south and crash at my parents' house, obviously oblivious to my parents being out of town and my X-rated plans. Dressed in a robe and with cum running down my leg, I helped <laughs> I helped my grandparents get settled in. And then because we'd ha- been had enough drinks and we, uh, we resumed my planned activities. As if that weren't enough, the weird sex part is that two months later, while sexting, he told me that I'd, the way I'd handled the situation was sexiest thing he'd ever seen. And he just wanted to bend me over the couch right then. Natural disasters highlight uh, the best and worst parts of us and not sure where this fail- falls. Hope you can find a good name. What do we think? Um, I like this story. It's, it's a great very story. much like I, I agree. It's a uh, it's it's kind of hot. You're, you're, you're just owning the situation. You're remaining cool, calm and you're continuing about your day. Yeah, I, I'm with him. I don't I think I'm with him on thinking she's hot for how she handled it. This is definitely hot. 
Um, the idea of a woman taking control, being like, I got cum on my legs. I don't give a fuck. Grandma, get the hell downstairs. I made the bed. Grandpa, I got your hot milk, and now we're going to go out, and I'm going to go fuck again. Like, that's hot. That's the, like, that's kind of the equivalent of, like, a girl taking the, um, taking the, the, the hair and putting it up in a bun to suck a dick. Like, that's great. <laughs> I was going to say a guy like rescuing you from or taking charge, but your, or, your or analogy that. works too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like, there's like, so I, I do have his back on it being hot and thinking back to that moment. I don't understand why if I was at someone's house, I would never open Answer the door, door for their house. I agree with that. That's very bold on his part too. Like, like, well, who is he? The, the, like, Hey, Oh, what's up, Nana? Oh, I was just fucking your your granddaughter. Like, what? How do you even right. open the door? Like, I don't care how drunk you are. I I would literally, if I heard the doorbell, I would I go ah, and then I'd like run behind <laughs> the, the fucking counter and be like, "Don't tell Nana that we have sex. I don't know what we're doing." You know, like yeah, it's very presumptuous. I once my stepdad once um I was at my mom's house and I logged into my Netflix account and then I forgot to log out. And I got home and I put on my, on like the Netflix and my stepdad Ken had like made his own account. <laughs> oh my! That, yeah, that's <laughs> that's it was like Jordana kids. Ken, I'm like Ken. We're not on that Ken. level. <laughs> Get your own. Ken, what what's wrong with you? Just help yourself you have, to an account. <laughs> do you have a name for this uh, this sexual encounter? Um, I just had. Uh, how about the uh, California wildfire crotch? Wild, I like that. The wildfire crotch. Uh, I like the. Um, um, I was gonna call it s- s- old salty leg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the cum leg situation. Yeah. Uh, g- grandpa's coming to dinner, and you spelled cum cum. Oh, I like that. That's yeah, good. Um, yeah. I, I, I was thinking, um, no, that's all I got. Is it a red flag or deal break? I think this is great. I think it's good. It's positive. Yeah. And has anything ever happened like this for you? Um, no, I would say the closest thing was Ken making his own account on my, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I've, I, I mean, uh, there's been like some sexual encounters in this in this household that have come up against the clock of a Zoom meeting. Oh, but wow. that's really <laughs> like where it's like, no, I got to sign on in three minutes. And it's like, OK, OK. And that does have the feeling of like you do kind of sign on going just like, hey, cool. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. Up? A little, I'm a little out of it today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just uh, a little sweaty. <laughs> Well, glad things glad things are spicy over there. Spicy! You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. 
So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are Bowl and Branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my Bowl and Branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and Branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. All right. I'll read it. Hey, J&J, love the podcast. Been a loyal listener from the start and very bummed your Boston show got canceled, Jared. They're not canceled. Postponed. Postponed. I'll be there in the fall. Postponed. He'll be back in the fall. I have to pay for this new apartment. Please fucking come. (laughs) Don't be (laughs) upset. Just maintain your ticket. Postponed. Uh, So so I met this guy on Hinge mid-February, and we hit it off right away. We went out on two dates, stayed in contact through each of us taking a vacation, hung out two times after that during the beginning of the city's lockdown, no quarantine in place yet. Then quarantine hit and we haven't been able to see each other now for a couple of weeks. Our texting started dwindling down and maybe we would have have one convo every two to three days or so. We'll also add in that we have hooked up. Early into our dating, I noticed he changed his hinge profile um, around but didn't think too much into it since we had only gone out twice. And now during quarantine, he has changed his profile again, twice. So I decided to just cut my losses here and text him how I felt. Please let me know if this was the right way to go about these things. I didn't really feel like consulting my friends about this, haha, but I'm a little embarrassed. Photo attached. Also, he never answered, and it's been a full day now. Would love to hear your thoughts. All right. I'm okay. Gonna re- You're going to re- read her message that yeah, she, she sent him she after writes, two times the hinge update. Twice, four times, it sounds like. Two yeah, in it was the beginning. Four times. Two recently. Yeah. Um, Hey, random, but I noticed that you've changed your your Hinge profile a couple of times since we met. First of all, this isn't to- <laughs> this isn't random at all. <laughs> random, this is the least random like thing. Random, aka like I've been thinking about this nonstop <laughs> for the past thirty six hours and just trying to figure out how to vocalize this. 
random, but your profile comes up every time I pull up Hinge. Random, but I noticed that you're, you've changed your Hinge profile a couple of times since we've met. Granted, we met on Hinge and have only hung out a few times. I tried to not let it bother me, but the continuation of the changes is now starting to make me feel like shit. It feels embarrassing to me that you are actively changing your profile, trying to find a better, quote-unquote, suitor than you, than you have already met. Obviously, we haven't talked about putting a label on anything, and quarantine isn't helping, but I did tell you that I, that I like you. Um, I think we're just looking for different things right now, and maybe it's best if we don't stay in touch. Yeah, I, 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 I have no issue. She, her question, I guess, was... Um, um, did I do this? Was this the right way to go about it? And I, 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 here's what I will never, I'll never tell her she's wrong. She's not wrong for how she felt. Um, I don't know what this, the way she wrote this message, I think, um, is dishonest. I would call this and I've been there and I've thought, I've thought these thoughts and maybe I've even written them, but not sent it. Which mm. is, I mean, it's totally fine. This is what I would like to call spiraling. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, and I've done it before and I get what it is. Um, and I get how you can get there. And I can get how you cannot see it while being in it. But it's when a, a little thought pops into your head. And then you turn it around, you turn it around. And it spirals into this thing that is like this very offensive thing. And you jump to all these conclusions. And you paint this picture of this like, person doing something to you and then you're suddenly a victim when nothing has even really happened yeah um i mean but in, I, your mind, well, in your mind that's not really don't you think it's okay for her to be let she can be let down that she's seen updates to a profile of a guy that she's gone on dates with like obviously you're two on you two can, different pages i agree you can be like it can be a little disheartening but i think what it's she's done i agree it's disheartening right but i think that what she's allowed it to do is spiral into a thing that, that means more than it does. And she's basically projecting these feelings onto this person when she's saying like, you read this text, this is her imagining what this guy is thinking. Yeah. Placing those thoughts on him and then blaming him for those thoughts when he never said any of these things. She's, well, yeah, she's thinking them, right? She, she's but saying, she also, but she also, you're, you're the problem is she's right. Like, like he's not thinking of it as I'm looking for better suitors. Well, I got the old wench back home. Let's see what I can catch <laughs> in the sea. Like, he's not thinking of it that way. But right, that's that's what I'm saying. She's like, she spiraled yeah. her thought into projecting that thought onto him, and now it's like he's in this grand scheme to like abandon and find a better suitor. Yeah, like, her. but but to, but to me, it's like it, it, it's like um, you're saying it doesn't you even went, matter. Well, the way she put it, it doesn't matter because he can't really disagree with it. Like he like it's like when if, if you stole a candy bar from 7-Eleven and they called it a felony, you'd be like, uh, OK, I, yeah, I guess he got me. Like, you know, like I, I, I think she has no what she did this text like for her to say. She was embarrassed. Embarrassed to who? Like, right. That like, was my other nobody, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that. So what she's trying to do is to the, this text. I don't think there's a difference between is she asks her question is very specific. Is this the right way to go about things? Well, 
if you, I don't think it's wrong to feel upset, just like we both said. It's not wrong right. to feel disheartened. I think the way you went about it is in a way where you left the door. You're like, and he hasn't even answered. You brought, you dumped him, but you didn't dump him. Like you, like you did everything but dump him. You made this dumping his decision. You left the door open for him to come back and go, no, I didn't mean it that way. And let's go out and let's be more and I'll get off the app. And I don't think that's the way to get someone to like you more or to right. go down the road with you towards a more serious relationship. I think you, this person wanted her feelings reaffirmed by them. So she's put her feelings in this guy's hands and was hoping for an answer back. She texted looking for a specific answer back. Which you always say, do not do. It's, yeah, that's the wrong way to go. Right. To me, that's like, you know, she needs to have more confidence in her feelings and own what she likes more than going, well, if he likes me, I like him. Because that's what this text kind of is well, is getting him to right. try and say. And it's trying to make him lie to her, which is not really. She should. You either end it. You either see it. Understand that this isn't as far along as you would like it to be because you like him a lot. And you go forward with that information or you end it. And you did the in between is my issue. Right. If I were her, I think I would have said like, hey, um, I happen to notice that you were you I went on hinge total I noticed that you changed your profile picture a couple of times I get it it's early in us dating I'm not like a, you, you haven't done anything wrong by still being on the apps that's not like I it but I do kind of feel like I'm a little further along in this and so it hurt it hurt my feelings a little bit so I'm just wondering like before I get too invested in this just wondering like where you were at with this or do you feel like this is going somewhere do you feel like um you're but didn't he not- answer but didn't he answer that by changing his profile like isn't that already answered well maybe he did that just kind of out of like boredom or like i mean you're i guess you would know that part better but for me i'm kind of like i feel like you can kind of casually you can be like browsing something and like still dating people and keeping your options open while if you even if you do you are still pursuing someone more seriously i i don't think that he's wrong for updating his profile i think he's within his rights i also think that he could update his profile while still very much liking getting to know this person. That's what you know, I'm like saying. I, I, yeah, I think well, that's, both can that's be why, true. Right. Well, that's why I think her, the way she should have gone about it was, was to just be like, this is what I noticed. This is how it made me feel. Um, I kind of felt like for, for me to have some peace of mind, I just I would love to know a little bit more about how you feel about the situation just because it brought this to the light that we might be on different pages. Yeah. I don't know how he answers that. Like, uh, you know, like uh, the answer isn't really like going to get her anywhere. Like if I was asked that, I would be like, yeah, I enjoy our time together, but I'm also still dating people and I'm still out there. Like, uh, well, then, you know, and then, well, then she can say like, OK, I feel like I'm a little bit more invested in this than you. And I'm looking for someone who's kind of on the same page as me. Um, so like yeah. maybe we're not maybe we're not the match. But I'm saying yeah. to do it like that would be not to be not to be like placing the blame for her feelings on him. And yeah. like, like the way she's doing it here is she spiraled again this emotion, which is a valid emotion, but then she's placed it on him and and blaming him for how she feels, which he's is not responsible for. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I I think if I I mean I guess my text to him would have been, I saw this. Um, I like you. It, it sucks that I saw that. 
Uh, just want to let you know. And now it's up to him to like say, you know, I, at that point, I guess it would be his responsibility to pursue you or not. But nobody likes to be in that position of like the vagueness of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like let's say she sends that text. Hey, I like you. And I saw this on hinge and it kind of sucks. And like his response could be, why are you on hinge? You know, you're on there could too. Be like, Cause just I'm because you didn't update you. Your- well, <laughs> that or but just because she didn't update her profile doesn't mean she's not still on there. Right. So it's like it. she That's hasn't deleted point. it. So like, you know, that that point from him would be like, yeah, you haven't deleted it. Um, we're obviously both still out there. We're in this kind of like gray area of the quarantine where I can't come see you. We can't see me. I can't hang with you enough to get me away from this app. That's a lot of times people. No one's going to say that. <laughs> I know, but I, I'm saying like, but a lot of times people leave the app because they are caught up with a person already. Like that's what gets you off of the app. That's why so many people are like, Hey, I thought I deleted it. And my account's still on there. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of why that happens is people. And that's a pretty like, okay response to go. Yeah, we were dating and I'm, and I was into this and I, I kind of like lost track of the app. That's not really my priority right now. You've been more of a priority than the app that you, you know, the person at a certain point takes over for the app. And that's kind of the more natural way than two people looking at each other and going, let's delete on three. Like, that's not (laughs) the way it happens. The way it happens is you use it less and less because you're less interested in looking because you're spending time with someone new. Right. I think what she did, though, is she's like, she's seeing that he's updating the app and she's like, why is this person doing this to me? Yeah, I agree. Like, like. Why am I not good enough for this person that they feel the need to still be updating and finding new people on the app? Like she's made this action, which probably has almost nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. And it's a, made it, 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 su- it, it, it sucks because it's like if someone was like came up to you and was like had hin- hidden camera footage of Mike a month into you guys dating. So like if if someone like followed him into a bar and then the hidden camera footage saw him smile at someone like that would that's never going to happen. But that's kind of the equivalent of this. Right. It's like um, it's like getting footage from a from a, yeah, a guy in a bachelor party a month into dating. Yeah. Like, I don't you don't want to see that. <laughs> and and you would never have to be put face to face with it. But like updating the profile is the equivalent of like shooting a, shooting eyes at someone. When you're a month into dating someone, like that can happen. And it and if you live in a world where that doesn't happen, you're living in delusion. Right. And it's the right, it's the kind of thing where it's like sucks that you know about it. And mm-hmm. if we live in a world where it's pretty easy to find out about that kind of thing. So like, do you think the solution is to just like not check? Um, I think the solution is if you like this guy enough to 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 get mad at him being on an app, then you liked him enough to delete the app yourself. So like you know like like that that's kind of the the issue here. It's like, "Oh man, this really hurt me. I actually like this guy." Maybe it's time for you to delete the app and go, "Hey, and let them know that. Hey, I just want to let you know I've deleted the app and I I I'm concentrating on us." Um and that's a harder thing to do. Like, I'm not saying that's like an right, easy Especially piece given of that you know that they're updating yeah, it they're and it's, then it's a real it. test. <laughs> but if you, if, if you said, if you deleted the app and you concentrated your, your conversations on this guy, maybe 
you know, they would see that you're get, you know, putting more pressure on them to hang out more and FaceTime more and Zoom more. And then they would maybe say to you, hey, I'm not there yet. Or they would go along with you. Right. That's you setting the standard, like we say. Yeah. Well, anyway. we did it, Jordana. Once again, um, we're very excited. We have a special guest coming on the show, Sam Morell and Taylor Tomlinson. Uh, it's a great interview. It's a lot of fun with both of them. So interesting to hear a couple that's, you know, kind of been pushed a little nudged into moving in together in the quarantine age. Exactly. Um, and we'll be right back with them. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. Uh, very excited to have two guests today for your quarantine content life. Uh, this is a very cool uh, episode for us. It's a very different one. Both of them are hilarious comedians. They both have specials that you can watch literally right now. One on Netflix, one on YouTube, and they're out there and they're wonderful and fantastic. Sam Morell and Taylor Tomlinson, thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for having us. Of course. This is... This is so cute. You, they even share a mic. Yeah. <laughs> we're just really, we're not good at technology. 
How many times have you gotten that that, ha- that this is cute? Like, uh, like I mean, this is like this seems to be every. I feel like every woman's dream, every guy's kind of nightmare is what you guys. Are involved in. <laughs> well, my nightmare was back in New York in my studio apartment. That was my that, nightmare. That's... So being in a two bedroom in L.A. is is doable. This is not that bad. Yeah. So, when he was so considering for... going back, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. There's space and sun and heat here. Yeah. It's it's fun, you know. We're we're cooking a lot. We're watching movies. We're, you know, she's easy to cook for because uh, she smokes weed and she's a vegan, so anything tastes good to her. So Perfect. she thinks I'm a good cook. Oh, wow. and I'm, I'm not. not a vegan, but sure. <laughs> but she but she eats mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mostly do. Yeah, vegan. yeah, yeah. Not a lot of meat. No dairy. Nothing fun. Wait. So back up for for those less acquainted. Tell 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 the world, our listeners, about like how you guys met, what your situation is, and like the deal with like your new quarantinement relationship thing. Can we like, get, let's get a little background. So, you know, we're both comics. So we had, we had messaged before and then we just, uh, I was in LA and asked if she would open a show I was doing and, and she was nice enough to say yes. And then, you know, just started texting a bit and it kind of went from there, you know? That's such a that's such a dude version of the story. Like it's so right. like fast and like I don't want to give any details. Just like you know, <laughs> we just were talking and then we texted and you know, just ha- I don't know. Now we're here, <laughs> right? There's no specific day, so they can't like I, you know like. No, he's good they're, at they're remembering a, specific yeah. days. Actually, I'm just succinct, and somehow that's been turned into an insult. <laughs> I don't know how, how that's how having good word a uh, word economy is a bad thing. Apparently, now. oh my god, uh, with Jared, you would ask him like when how long he's been dating his girlfriend he'd be like we don't need to talk about that if you've been <laughs> dating for however long well, that feel like we've been al- dating <laughs> it always feels like a got you moment i don't understand why people have to know the date like what's that gonna do for you like and then now we're a week apart and she's like what happened during that week this definitely have i've gotten it wrong a couple times where i'm like yeah it's been like five months and he's like it's been six like yeah. i think we've both done it for sure now you guys how so how long have you been you know dating and did the quarantine push things along like at what point were you you know were you in the relationship and was that like hey let's let's do this together was there ever a talk how did it was it more natural we were just about six months, which is like right as the honeymoon period is supposedly ending. So it's like, oh, and now you're together all the time. And uh, I mean, we we were long distance. So this for us is like such a treat. Yeah. I mean, for really any comedian, no, no stand-up comedian who's on the road every weekend sees their partner every day and gets to sleep next to them every night. So this is the longest we've ever been with anybody yeah. that we've been in love with. So I was like, oof, let's see how it goes. Maybe for like a second at first, but I did really want him to stay. And like, we've been having a great time. I mean, I think I think we probably bicker less than we did when we were long distance. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty good. Uh, and Taylor's right. You know, the, the honeymoon stage just ended. The fire went out and then we went on <laughs> lockdown. So that was great. Which made things hot again. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, it was a make or break moment. You know, I'm here in LA. I was kind of, I was supposed to be at the Tempe Improv uh, that weekend. And I was like, all right, do I get stuck in Phoenix or stuck in a hotel room? You know, or do I stay in Los Angeles? So it was a pretty easy choice, you know. And I think, yeah, I think it's getting better when you're on FaceTime all the time and arguing. 
you can't communicate healthily through text. So, so to be together and kind of talk things out, we have we have a moment where sometimes we'll like pick at each other and then we pause and we're like, is this fight worth it? Right. Mm. <laughs> right. You know? And then we turn on the news and we look at the death toll and we go, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's fine that yeah, you things, didn't do the dishes. Someone we know yeah. dies and we're like, wait, maybe that thing you said in that tone is forgivable. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting is that you said it was like an easy decision. There's a lot of people out there and we hear from them on this podcast being like, well, like I've gotten many, many emails and Jordana, we've gotten these emails that are like, hey, my boyfriend and I have been together four months and he decided to go home. And I decided I was like, hey, why don't you come over here? And he was like, well, um, uh, you, you know, like and it is kind of like Sam, you said it where it's like that was easy to say. Like, what would I rather do? Be with you or be in the hotel? And some people are choosing the hotel. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't think it was. I don't think it was an easy decision. I no, think we it's talked tough because yeah. there was a part where I was like, well, you know, you feel like I'm a New Yorker. I'm a native New Yorker. So part of me feels like a traitor for not going through the bad parts that the New Yorkers have to go through. You're on our list. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there was definitely like that day where we were deciding it was definitely like a high pressure day where there was there was like an hour where he was like, I got to go back. And I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I don't want you to for, you know, safety reasons. I don't want you on a plane. I mean, I think New York's going to escalate. Like, I w I had a lot of reasons why I wanted him to stay here selfishly, but I was also like, look, we've been together six months. I understand if you need to, to go back and be, like, at least near your family and your life. And, uh, I mean, then we went grocery shopping, and he bought snacks he liked. And he was like, I guess I'll I'll hang out. <laughs> Once I hit the liquor aisle, I was like, all right, I guess I'll stay. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it's it's a big decision, you know? And, and, but then the thing that you have to realize is if I get on the flight right now, I don't know the next time I'm going to see her. So you got, I totally get couples not wanting to take that next step because if you're not getting along great, this is, I mean, this is big to, to, to lock down during a global pandemic. That's like, you know, that's a bit, it's yeah. a big step. Yeah, and it's Feels not like in you're a like Cosmo rushing. article. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. You're be. like rushing a sorority or fraternity together. You're like Absolutely. in it. Yeah. You're going, yeah. Well, yeah. the other like I I think also like you guys what's got to make you said it's been fun. Like you guys, you know, for the people at home, go follow Sam and Taylor on Instagram cuz they're putting out you know, you're putting out like uh like a web series an Instagram series. I don't know what what you would call it, an Instagram series that's great of like quarantine couple. And like you're doing a project together, like that's got to be fun and awesome too. Like as opposed to you know, like you know, there's times in my day where I'm like kind of like I'm living with my girlfriend now in her studio apartment, and I put on headphones sometimes just to get out of her way. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like I just want to like, okay, I'll be in the headphone room just to like, right. so I'll shut up and I don't like you know start screaming and saying things. So I'm just like, I'll listen, go in my own head, and she's like. Well, what's going on? And I'm like, what? What? Hello? Sure. <laughs> you know, just like doing that all day where at least you guys are like kind of like working together a little bit. We kind of had to. I think, you know, you know, when we lose four months of work on the road as stand up comics, you kind of think, well, what are we going to do to get even an illusion of control, you know, to feel mm -hmm. like we're doing something that we have control over. So making sketches and we're doing a, a podcast now where we just because we're watching new movies every night. 
And you know, we're doing that couples thing that a lot of couples do. Where we're like, you have to see this movie. It's important to me. So now we're doing a movie podcast where we watch the movie with the person and kind of break down why it's important and why they should have seen it. And uh, it, it's just, you know, between that and doing sketches, it's you, you feel like you're being semi-productive given the circumstances, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Sam was saying the other day, he's like, I feel like we're busier than we've ever been because there's so much like, there's just so much you have to do every day. Like we're doing a lot of like f- phone interviews and, and obviously like zoom podcasts and, and mm-hmm. obviously still kind of semi promoting those specials that we put out right before this to, to hopefully translate on into tickets on the road, which now is not a thing. So now we're just trying to like maintain momentum if that's even possible right now. But it feels like, it feels like for everybody in the entertainment world anyway, we're all kind of doing that. We're all just like, all right, how do we stay somewhat relevant through this? And should I even be doing that? Or should I just like hunker down and be quiet for a minute? But once we got into like, oh, May's canceled too. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We need to do a podcast. And in addition to our podcast, we already have like, let's try to stay as busy as possible. Well, even Trump is talking about his ratings. Even Trump is freaking out. Uh, The entertainer and Trump is like, I'm still doing good numbers, guys. (laughs) That's so funny. So do you feel like, like, for relationships, let's say in in that spot where you were, you're not living together, but you're like an established couple. This is sort of a like make or break it kind of like thing. Like you're going, like you're either going to leave, you're going to leave the quarantine like way closer or you're going to leave and be like, well, like I definitely got it. I know what it's like to be with that person and I am either interested or I'm not. That's interesting. I mean, I think for us, there's nobody else we could have quarantined with is the yeah. other thing. Like we were coming off of so much traveling. I, I had come home two days before everything shut down from a run on the road that was Las Vegas, New York, Cleveland, and then back to LAX. So I was like, and he was coming off of a similar schedule and it was like, I mean, we probably have been exposed to it at some point, right? Yeah. And and at this point, if one of us gets sick, the other one's definitely going to get sick because we've been close to each other the last couple of days. Um, you know, so for me, it was like, look, if you go home, you can't see your family, at least not right away. I can't see my family. Um, so that was probably a factor as well for us. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know how it would have been if we had been dating like three months yeah. and we lived, you know, an hour away. Because I have, I mean, I have a younger sister who's been dating somebody for a year and they're staying apart to be careful because they're both still working and they live in the same city. So yeah, I'm sure it's a make or break for a lot of people. But I also feel like if you are quarantined, even with the wrong person, you're probably just happy someone's there, right? That's probably true. It's like, here are your options. Yes. Yeah, there, but you can't, this one you can't do that though. Because if, you, if you're that person... <laughs> If if you stay with someone just for the company and then it's over, one and one of you is like, we're stronger than ever. And you're like, no, that's not what yeah, I was doing. That would that's be devastating. Pretty, that's yeah. pretty fucked up. Yeah. And then also, you know people, I mean, I'm sure you guys know people that have broken up right before this. And it's like, God damn, can you imagine choosing isolation over your partner? I mean, that's, I mean, it clearly wasn't meant to Brutal. be. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, 
I think if someone realized mid quarantine with me that they didn't want to be with me, I, I would want them to just leave immediately and like hopefully get it and get out there and you know. Yeah. Be like, you also have a lower bar though now, don't you think? I mean, like we fight about like I'm not. You're not going to fight with someone in quarantine. Like, man, I hate the way she chews. You know you what I mean? Hate the way I chew. <laughs> no, that's it. Was an example uh-huh. of someone that seems you, like you came up with it pretty quick. It was a fight you would not pick <laughs> in okay. the scenario, Taylor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think, uh, I think this is like a terrible time to find out a deal breaker. Like I, I would hate to find out like a deal breaker in quarantine and then have to make the decision where they're like, I actually don't want kids ever. And I hate them. And you're like, Ooh, okay. I mean, I guess you can stay here. Like, right. No, kids are great. Uh, but yeah, no, we were thinking about like part of us was like like any person like we should get a cat, <laughs> you know, we should foster a kitten, and then it's like in two months, in two months, then what? Then we got to right. give it back. Well, yeah, that's the, so sad. I mean, and it's your road cat. Yeah, it's, it's on it's the, our emotional support cat. <laughs> yes. I mean, in two months, you have. Do you feel like you're in a position to like make the decision of like, like it's got in two months? It could be weird to go. All right, I'll I'll see you. Like you can't, you know, like that's going to be weird. Right. Yeah. I think we're getting spoiled for sure. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll be separate and we'll, we'll be sick of each other by then and we'll welcome the space. But yeah, I think right now, I mean, for me, at least I want to speak for both of us because yeah. I would never do that. Um, <laughs> but do you have a therapist I, I living like, with you guys too? Huh? Do you have a therapist living with you guys? too? <laughs> <laughs> that's our next Zoom call after this. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that's going to be tough for me, at least to go back to like, all right, I'll see you in five or six days. Best case scenario. Well, you know, New York's going to bounce back. You can fly in whenever you want. And, uh, you know, no, that's that is the that is the weird thing is I've been in L.A. so much lately. So it was her turn to come to New York for a while. Like we're yeah. talking. I've been here for like, you know like most of february so i was like all right but after this trip you got to come to new york and she was like you got it and now and now this happened i was like well that was a i really should have flipped that that trip or something okay but you were out here doing press and stuff too i mean we were both out look, here for reasons look what i started guys <laughs> right we'll let you guys play this one out i know right in I front know. of us no, no, too, <laughs> it was it was my turn i was supposed to be in new york for like all of april and a good chunk of may and uh, he had been here for, for a lot of this year already. And I felt really bad even suggesting that he stay. So when he was like, I have to go back, I was like, I mean, I don't blame you. you know? I, bought, I bought an Xbox for us to play. I got, we got Halo. We're doing co-op missions. It's, I recommend that to any couple. If you have a fight, buy Halo, kill aliens together. It's a great team building activity. Mm-hmm. We got go. a Nintendo Switch. And I feel like it has really help things it's huge right <laughs> yeah yeah it is um, i think you need that bonding you need something when you fight you need like a non see that's the hard part of long distance dating is you have to talk out everything there's no hug there's no like there there you know yeah. it's really and mm-hmm. i have to be careful with my hugs with taylor <laughs> because she accuses me of uh during fights sometimes uh sometimes i'll hug her mid vent she'll be venting to me i'm like there there come here and she's like you're just trying to cut me off yeah and it worked <laughs> totally me for like a month one, yeah, yeah right. it's like but such like, a you dude look like move. you you look like you need a hug <laughs> right yeah and you're, you're like, like no i'm still speaking <laughs> that's what there that noise is no no you've had you've done plenty here come here 
I've gotten that one too. I actually, we did really, we did just get a really good email on sort of on the topic of fighting in in a quarantine type situation. I think we should do it. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll read it. I'll read it. Jared and Jordana, thank you so much for all you do. Been listening since the beginning. Love how the podcast is well. My boyfriend of two years and I are quarantined separately because he got sick early on and had to be isolated. We decided to ride it out apart to be safe since he's in New York City and I'm in Connecticut. I promise I offered to take care of him. I'm not a monster. Since this has started, we've been fighting way more than usual. The stress of being apart, my parents becoming ill, the uncertainty, et cetera, all seems to be taking a toll on the relationship and bringing up issues I don't even know. I didn't even know were there. For example, this morning we got into an argument about how he couldn't afford the vacation we took four months ago and is resentful that I made him go, quote unquote. Uh, what are your thoughts? Are these arguments a sign of, of the times There's, or is there a deeper problem in my relationship? Thanks so much. Stuck in the suburbs. I mean, as somebody who will unearth old shit uh, just to feel something, I <laughs> completely I relate. Too, it's fun. I mean, it's great, right? When you're just like, mm, it's 6 p.m. and all I've been is hungry and tired today. Her Let's- memory is incredible. <laughs> Let's feel something else. <laughs> Let's feel betrayed. Um, I, I feel like uh, it's definitely the, the situation. Yeah. It's also probably, I don't know their situation work-wise, but if they're losing work, they're probably going back through their head thinking all the times they spent money on something that they shouldn't have or didn't want to. Right, and like going, the vacation. why did I do that? Yeah. Oh my God, can you imagine taking a vacation right before this? <laughs> that would be brutal. You're just like, let's take some time. Oh, now well, we lost everything. Yeah. Uh, right. I definitely, I, I agree with Taylor. It's, I, I was just reading this article about how we're all grieving. And I think like this is, we've lost so much, like not just work and, and time and, and socializing, but even like, even a handshake to strangers. Like there, there's a connection we've lost to the world. And I think that, that combined with all the time you have off has got to be making everybody a little crazy. So when you're stuck with someone together or apart, they, they're still in a relationship. I, I totally get why that would be adding to extra stress and, and more fights. Yeah, and we're all trying to pass the time any way we can. Have you ever had a fight and just been happy to pass some time? You're like, ooh, that killed an hour right. and a half. <laughs> I think they should both get an Xbox and play on live and get those headsets and they could like kill aliens together. That's my idea yeah. for them. Connecticut, New York, you know, sync up. I think I think also the the big problem that they have is that she that she wrote in her email like, oh, he got sick at the last second. Like she has this whole like sliding doors memory of what went on. <laughs> and, it, and it's like like like, oh, we just missed being together. Like the, the bus just went by and it's like now we're forced. It's like. I think having that like that look back is like not really a healthy thing where it's like, well, if we were together, because then you keep saying like, well, if we were together, this wouldn't be this way. I think like there's a little bit of like a uh, a revisionist history when you, you keep saying, well, if we had just been together, I think she has to get used to like this is the reality without mm-hmm. an end date. Like as as much as that sucks, like this is what it is. Get used to it, sister. It's, you know, like, and, and it's the same goes for, like, the money that was spent. Like, yeah, well, that's things have changed. What are we going to do? You know, like, <laughs> I, I, like, I, like, you went on a vacation then. Um, it's going to be fine in the future. Like, there'll be more vacations in the future, hopefully together. But, like, to concentrate on, like, well, you know, we would have been together. Like, I think, like, there's this thing. In, when you write an email where you reference we would have been together, 
I don't think mm. she's so sure. Mm. But Maybe they've been together where... two years, right? Yeah. I think okay. if, you wouldn't, if you wouldn't have been together otherwise after two years, that's probably a Well, then why don't they live together? Well, I mean, if, if, if once they're both not sick, just why don't they just live with one another if they've been together that long? Yeah. Maybe it, that would stop. Yeah, Sorry, it seems on. like it's uh they've like set this like this line in the sand that is crossable. Like you're in the suburbs, take the car, park it in the city, go stay with him for the rest of the quarantine. Or, you know, like there's like ways to like get back together, I I feel like. Doesn't it seem right? Well, that's such I, a New Yorker I, I, mindset. <laughs> you come to the worst hotbed of any of this and you stay with me. I'm looking that's outside. What I it's so, it's so bad. Absolutely what he wanted. <laughs> I'm like, what I would want to. We could still go to the deli. It'll be all right. Yeah. Listen. I was like, are you kidding me? In your studio? He's like, <laughs> he's like, it's fine. It was your turn. <laughs> it's an L-shaped studio. <laughs> well, I feel like the, I feel like the bigger question in in this this email or in this kind of que- in this kind of question is it like, okay, things are st- when things when there's a crisis and things are stressful. Are we supposed to like allow for more fighting or is that or we're saying or these are the times that we should be like extra wary of how the person's responding and almost judge them more for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of like, is this like a preview into how you are right. in in difficult situations or do I excuse this because it's a difficult situation? No, no, no. This is the playoffs. That everything else is a regular season game. This is when it counts. How how do they right. handle bad shit? That's important. Yeah. Can you communicate during a bad uh, during a bad fight? Can you make up if you don't have the ability? If the, you don't want to be in an if if she were petty over every fight, I couldn't be in an apartment with her. You got to learn how yeah. to communicate. That's yeah. why I'm only petty over like ten percent of them. Yeah, I mean, I keep it, it low. She's like an agent. She she keeps. <laughs> She you reserve saying. the 90% for after you get married. <laughs> then you're like, I can release who I really am now. Yes. <laughs> I, I would hate to be in a relationship where every fight came down to, and you made us go to Mexico. Like, I would like <laughs> fucking, I'd be like, if I have to hear about Mexico one more time, the thousand bucks that w- is non, you know, consequential to our life. Like, you're staying at home. Everyone's saving money. Yeah, I mean, and the reality is like, we're all saving money right now. Like moving less means you're losing less money. Like I know, you know, we've lost income. We've lost, you know, there's things that people have lost. But like if you're staying at home, you know, we got to look at if you can't get over that hump, like when is this ever going to be let go? Right. Yeah. Yeah. People who who bring up past things and fights, it, it can be tiring. You got to You got to you got to stay on the present moment. Talk about what's going on right now. Like. If, it sounds like you're holding a grudge. Yeah. I mean, Unless I, you're in a situation where she is currently making you spend money on a vacation again. Right. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, you don't, if, it's, yeah. if it's continuing. I want to go to Milan now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the prices are cheap. It's only $67 to go across. The, and it's like, yeah, because they're all dying there. Like, yeah. like, like I, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll talk about my own situation. I, you know, we're moving in the middle of this, like I'm moving to oh. a new apartment. So like, oh, damn. you know, there, you know, and my old apartment is like kind of perfect for a quarantine. If I'm, if I'm going to put it <laughs> bluntly, like my old you apartment, deck. I had a deck. I have a one bedroom, had a big th- thing. It was easy to walk around cause the sidewalks are big, uh, in, in Harlem. And then, but like, you know, we have signed up for this move and I'm like excited for the move. But at the same time, like I can't bring up every five, like 
it, I can't bring up what would be like again. My apartment was good for a quarantine. Like, like, right. like, like I didn't. We didn't move with me going. Well, what if there's a pandemic? We're gonna miss this right. apartment. Right. Like that's right. a fucked up way to like you know have a you know hash out our issues. Like the vacation thing really would bother me. And I and for me it's like kind of like a red flag deal breaker moment where you're like. Dude, you're still bringing up the vacation that we both agreed to go on, that we both had no idea that a global pandemic was coming. Like, yeah. let it the fuck go. You're allowed to say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, if you right. say, if you cave, you can't just keep bringing it up forever. No. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I think there's. Yeah. That's, you're dealing with someone who's looking for someone to blame. Yes. Exactly. Even when there's no one to blame. Yeah. Well, that sucks. But let's do a, uh, let's do some red flag or deal breakers. All right, I'll do the first one. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. They don't reciprocate your looking forward to seeing you text. Uh, I think it's <laughs> a little rude. I think it's something you could bring up. I don't do I have yeah. to choose one of the two. I I don't think I would break up with someone over it. I'd probably just say it's a hey. red flag. Yeah, it's, it's a red flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It it, it speaks to a uh, a little bit of a lack of enthusiasm. Should be annoying. Yeah. What if they thumbs up your looking forward to seeing you text? Are you then you did something and they're yeah. mad? Okay. It's almost well, more annoying. <laughs> it's almost more annoying. It is annoying. Yeah. That thumbs up that thumbs up is so passive aggressive. I hate uh, it. Just give even, me the heart or give me nothing. Yeah. Right. Even if you did that to someone in live, like you're just like they would look at you and go, get the fuck out of my face, you piece of shit. <laughs> Right. Unless it's from like a parent, a thumbs up is a real fuck you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, if they didn't reciprocate my looking forward to see you text, I mean, I'd be like, I would always, if I said looking forward to seeing you, can't wait to see you, and then they just did nothing, I would go, okay, bye. Like I would no, I like know. follow it up. Like someone you're in a relationship with, if you can't do the follow up text, okay, bye, you right. piece of shit text, then you're not really in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they right. should respond. I'm so sorry. I wasn't looking at my phone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's why it's worse to thumbs up. That's why it's worse to thumbs up the thing because then because then they could be like, well, I I responded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't call them out on like the thumbs up thing because like it's a fake response. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's let's do another. They lie to their family that you met online on dating apps. <laughs> They lie and say you met online or they lie and say you met in real life? I think they lie and say that you met in real life when you met online. Red flag. You're just embarrassed to be on a dating app, which is crazy because everyone meets that way now. We didn't because we're better, but most people do. <laughs> we met on Instagram. Kind of. Yeah, I yeah, guess there you true. go. Oh, you met on Instagram? That's the ultimate dating yeah. app. Yeah. yeah. So technically, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it probably just also your parents don't get it. Like they didn't, they didn't do that. You know, your mom doesn't know. Maybe your mom does it now, but like no one did that, you know, 20 years ago. So they don't, they don't get it. Yeah. Think, your mom's like, your mom might think so it's Craigslist. You're about to go home and meet their parents and they're like, Hey, my mom asks, we met, in, we met, we at, met a bar. at a bar. <laughs> You're like, I mean, I have okay. a very, I have a very honest relationship with my mom. She's heard me say horrific shit on stage. So, sure, uh, yeah. I would, I would, it's not something I would do, but I mean, uh, yeah, I, to, if a girl asked me to do it and it was important to her, I don't, it wouldn't be a, a big deal. girl. 
No, I'm joking. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> a woman of age. I don't even get why she's mad at me. It's not a woman me. of age. <laughs> I'm not a pedophile. A woman of age. Yeah, as someone who's who spent a lot of their life uh, bending the truth for their very conservative parents, uh, I would I would not hold that against somebody. I'd be like, sure, whatever. I'm at a bar. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it'd be fine as long as they were as long as they prefaced it with like, hey, I know this is really weird. Yeah, that I'm asking you to do this. I I but think I'd, like. Go on. Go ahead. I I think if it's a parent, I'm okay with it. But if it's a sibling, I'm not okay with it. Mm. Because if it's a sibling, this is like, to me, I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives of New York. And (laughs) there's a, there's a, like the idea that like you're self-conscious in this like horse race amongst siblings. Like if you tell your parents, I get a technology, I don't know how to explain it. They think that everything online is just, you know, Pornhub and they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But if it's a sibling who gets it, who knows what the social media landscape is like, now you're in this like Cain and Abel fight that you're fucking dealing with for the rest of your life. So it's a little bit, I'm not saying it's a deal breaker, but it's a little more, it's an elevated red flag for me. Right. That's, that's a good point. I think I think if it's like also a friend, a sibling's more like a friend in in yeah. age. So when they're lying to friends, you're like, "Are you embarrassed about me or something?" So yeah, I, I'm with you, Jared. Yeah, for sure. yeah. What's gonna happen I think when I don't get the promotion? Role. If the person is 50 and over, we'll yeah. allow the. It's okay <laughs> right. to lie to them. Under that. <laughs> It's okay to lie to the elderly. That's what I got from this. I told my parents we met on LinkedIn. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No. (laughs) Are you guys on LinkedIn? Don't know about me. (laughs) They do now. (laughs) (laughs) We'll send them. We'll send them the episode. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. Here's our last one. Um, Red flag or deal breaker? A majority, if not all, the girls he's friends with always post provocative pictures and thirst traps, and he likes them from time to time. I mean, I think it depends on the severity of the thirst trap. It's like, um, like this if you want to eat my ass. Like, that's yeah, a that's, problem. That's a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caption dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, that's fair. Like how naked the person is. If a woman's in like a bikini and she's like, my mom just recovered from cancer, you can like that probably. Yeah. Who's doing that? I don't know. I'm creating <laughs> scenarios where it's okay, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you are, I feel like if you're a straight woman and that's a deal breaker for you, you're gonna have a lonely life. Because I've never dated that good a dude who doesn't do. Hey, I haven't. I've never met one. Well, you used to be able to to keep tabs on this back when there was the Instagram follow page. Right now, you have to be a a real psychopath because you've got to manually check everyone. Right. Yeah, you would have to be a real psychopath. I mean, I'm I'm a huge stalker, and even I don't really do that. So I assume that that you can't really. You'd have to be really crazy to keep doing it. Oh Um, yeah. I don't even think you can do that because you can't see people's likes. You'd have to like go through the pictures of the girls that you suspected, and then like see and like check the likes. Can you check people's likes? I thought you could only check your own now because it was the th- and why oh, are you and- giving her ammo? I, you know, you know, I totally <laughs> forgot. We, we, we'll we'll discuss this later. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, thought- I'll give you the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, give her the run through so she could yeah. be more suspicious. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the friend you don't want it. No one wants their girlfriend to have. <laughs> well, here's how we check. 
Oh my gosh, I know. Um, Have you ever talked to a girlfriend of yours about like checking someone's profile and they're like, you can use my fake one. And you're like, what? <laughs> you just have a fake one? <laughs> That's a we quarantine that fight. Yes. That's a quarantine fight. I noticed you like this picture. Fuck, we have 11 hours a day together. Right. This is too much. <laughs> if, if they're liking it, it's like, what's the, you know, it's, they're just, don't just don't like them. Like everyone's looking, just don't like them. That's my argument is like, it's yeah. like, it's like they just can't though. They just can't not do well, let's it. Say, let's say they're like really, let's say this is a friend they've talked shit about in the past. Is it then okay? Like if they're like this friend always posts this shit, like it's like, cause it does say the girl, all the girls he's friends with. So let's say this dude went to high school with this girl and he's like, this girl, you're not going to believe what she posts. It's crazy, but we grew up together. Are you more okay with it? Or is it like, don't like those ever, no matter what? No, then I'm like, why are you, then I'm like, why are you following someone that you're just going to complain about what they post all the time? Like clearly you want to follow that person. So like, why complain right. about it? Thou doth protest too much. <laughs> I think it's a red flag. Mm-hmm. I'd get. I'd be able to. That's get over like it. the Where worst the way. That's like the worst way to wake up in the morning is to your significant other just scrolling Instagram, going, "Did you like?" Just if that's the first <laughs> question, <laughs> like you're so fucked for the rest of that day. Who has time to check who's liking stuff though? I get the following tab when that was a thing because you just see it, right? Well, I guess it's, now, if it's the now first gotta, name that pops up. Right. If it's someone they went to high school with, it would have to be someone you also went to high school with to notice them liking stuff. Otherwise, you're just going to some chick right. you went to high school with page and going through her stuff. There are people listening right now going, yeah, what's the problem? We all have a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> I mean, so. now, yeah. What better to do it with? To, yeah. to do with it right yeah well taylor and sam thank you guys so much for coming on we really appreciate it thanks, thanks for, for having, having us, us. Wow, let, we so much fun. that look at that you guys <laughs> like the choir let everyone know where to follow you <laughs> where to get all your stuff uh taylor has a netflix special everyone can watch right now sam has a special on youtube where's the best place for people to find you both uh i'm at taylor tomlinson on twitter and instagram uh quarter life crisis on netflix ttomcomedy.com I'm uh, Sam Morrell, M-O-R-R-I-L on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, special. Just type in Sam Morrell. It should be the first thing that comes up on YouTube. And uh, we got a podcast we just started together where we watch and break down movies called This Is Important to Me. It's a lot of fun. We did uh, Goodfellas and Singing in the Rain for the first two episodes. We got Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield, Ep3. Love that it's a good movie. time, man. It, she is, shows me Harry Potter for the first time. It's a lot of weird shit. For the first time. Exactly. Right? Wow. This, this is a great idea for a couple that's quarantined together. What you do is you watch the movie that you see in the title, and then you guys listen in the background. You have the podcast on after you guys watch it together. Let you guys yes. take, you know, let you guys take control of the brains for a couple hours so they don't have to talk to each other. Perfect. Exactly. It's the ideal exactly. pitch. All right, thank you guys so much for coming on, and that's our episode. Boom. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPpod on Instagram, and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. 
thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age, the ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.